Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Earth School. And as always, thank you for giving us your time and your presence to dive into our subject for this week. Um, I'm just looking out my window here and it's a lovely, bright day and it's so good to see it here in Ireland. I have to say a little bit of the sunshine. And from that perspective, in a sense, it reminds me of the themes that we're talking about, that essence of power, vitality and sort of how we can access them for ourselves, maybe how they show up on our lives, what they mean to us and how we can work with them as well to really help us to step into ourselves and maybe into life in a little bit of a different way. So Bibi, delighted Mm -hmm. as always to have you here, closer as well. From from Ireland this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just think there's such... For me, there's such integral concepts and I think they play out for everyone a little bit differently. But one way I work with vitality or the concept of vitality, I actually use it as a GPS, like as an inner directional system, just a way we can use our breath, which is also connected to our vitality, our heartbeat, you know, the different sort of systems that run through us. But when it comes to vitality, you know, I'm always questioning when it's, when it's there and actually running through me, like what are the circumstances? How have I set myself up in life externally, but also how do I relate to myself internally? And like, like when, when the vitality isn't there, um, I'm always just looking at what, what's actually happening. And it's not when vitality isn't present, it doesn't mean that we're doing something wrong. Sometimes we're just in a transition period. It's like vitality is like, you know, almost like you're not getting that vitality. So you don't go out and waste it in directions that you don't want to grow into any anymore. So so just watching a sense of vitality. Um, and I guess also separating this idea of vitality with like sort of like this high-pitched, loud, sort of very dominant kind of energy in that way we can be vital and be going through a kind of a quiet part in our life you know um but it's more like how we perceive our own vitality and i think a lot of that comes from being present with yourself sitting in meditation being in nature and just noticing the subtle shifts of yeah like our our sense of aliveness within like that's sort of one way i would look at it how about you yeah for me like um like at an aliveness or deeply connected like do you know, like, because, like, if you think for me, vitality is like it's an inner escape, like, it's within you, like, not like, yes, things on the outside can feed that there, like, mm. but you know, within yourself, that innate level, if you were to gauge it and measure it in a sense, you know, well, hopefully, you know, sort of what that feels like, do you know, to really have that abundance of life force of energy and not just for it to be used in any way, like, but for it to be. To me, this is like this reciprocation. Like, so when you're outputting that vitality that you're also receiving sort of that life force back, that joy, that happiness or whatever it might be, peacefulness even. Like, do you know, like, and vitality, as you said, isn't that, you know, like I'm all happy, 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 happy. And I'm all like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you see me, you see me, you see me. Mm-hmm. Sort of very outward, like it, it's a deep inner sense of, yeah, I feel fulfilled, like. 
Yeah. Do you know, like I have a sense of, yeah, this is this life is good and I don't need to be out doing X, Y, Z that God, I, I really just enjoy the simple things in life possibly. Like, do you know, like, and we'll all have different things that give us that sense. But it's also to me, it's a barometer like that mm. I can keep a, in a sense, an eye on it to see when it starts sort of shifting because sometimes the things that have worked for us in the past or the stages of life we're going through, that it has to start shifting because it's yeah. sort of redirecting us somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in that way, it's actually a tool to reconnect to yourself, right? And I think that's that's that sense of getting to know yourself on ever more intimate level. And when we talk about vitality in that way, yes, on the outside it manifests maybe in having ideas or having just the the hunger to meet other people or your friends or whatever it is you're doing or running a marathon. Um, but I think vitality in that way, uh, when, when we, when we look at it, it's, it's really, it's, it's actually an energy, you know, it's life force running through us. So when we're talking about being in connection with vitality, we're talking about learning to dialogue with our own energy household. So it's a way of having a conversation with not just the external parts of ourselves, how we, structure our life, how we show up in life, you know, but it's actually how do we relate to that life-giving force within ourselves and what's the kind of, what's the contact, what's the conversation, what's the, what, what kind of dialogue are we having with that? Are we, is it a very forceful dialogue, you know, and I'm thinking it's interesting how sort of these, these, these structures that have been imposed and that we have sustained for such a long time, so like that idea of patriarchy and this idea of like forcing ourselves all the time can even make the way or especially make the way deep into our own conversation with ourselves. So, you know, how do I relate to myself when I don't feel like on fire, when I don't feel like, you know, I have a lot of energy and even a lust for life. Like what, how do I relate to myself in that? Am I kind of getting out the whip and sort of trying to get myself back into action or, or is there a different way of relating to myself? So it's it's both, it's a, a barometer, it's a GPS, but it's also, it's actually, it's, it's, the, it's a practice. It's a practice of relating to our life force. And as a result, then make external adjustments or internal adjustments. So we harness the life force. So in other words, it is really learning and learning in a way, self-compassion, self-love, um so we're loving ourselves our innate aliveness not the ego sense but the, like this, this this idea that it that we're human being that's that's worthy and and you know and lovable and as a result we we treat ourselves differently and we harness that energy in a different way and i think there's a lot to that on the inside and of course that directly spirals how we relate to to each other right if we have a more positive a more a a kind of relationship to our own sense of well-being our energetic like a life force and making adjustments to that we also more likely to give other people the room to do that for themselves so if somebody calls up and goes like can't see you we're not taking it personally we're just kind of taking it as 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 what it what it is what the friend presented um and also we're allowing for other people to shape shift i think that's also important um and so in that way of stepping into our own connection with our own vitality own life force we're starting sort of to create a different level of awareness of consciousness around that and that will always ripple on to those who are close and near to us and at work you know it's I was we talked about this so much 
it's not necessarily what we what we do on the outside or what we preach on the outside, but how we relate to ourselves, how we hold ourselves energetically is really what sort of comes through and shows up then in other people around us as well. Mm-hmm. So I think um, that's a really important aspect that we relating to vitality in ourselves, but not for the ego purpose. It's so we as humanity, as the whole world can relate, relate to every living being, you know, from a tree to an animal to each other um, with more, I'd like to say more awe, because when you're connected to your life force, you like, you don't know where it's coming from, right? but it's run through you. There's this m- very mystical aspect to it. That's very awe inspiring the way you look at a mountain. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's coming back to finding the awe in the everyday life in each other I think is a really important aspect mm, definitely like yeah because it's like it's a, I think it's important to actually ask yourself what does it mean like what does vitality mean to me what does being fully alive mean to me like mm-hmm. do you like and where, what parts of my life do I maybe not allow that even to be a possibility like yeah. do you know like mm-hmm. and to me it's like when when I see clients or experience it in, in myself, not there, like where we start sort of going, well, life is so so. It's like it's mm-hmm. grand. It's do you know, like there's some part possibly that isn't that is looking to feel more alive. Like mm-hmm. do you know, like so we can be in that space where we're just waiting, which is fine. Like, but that can still depend on how we are showing up and what's going on in us. Like, it can be there's a part of us looking to come into balance. Like. Do you know, because if I'm real uh, on the other side, really feeling dull, lifeless, no energy, feeling life's just blah, it's the same old, same old. And and it's only an issue if I'm going to myself, I really can't stand all this here, it's still all the same old. Some people love that and they're happy in that place that way. But when it starts niggling at us, that's when Mm -hmm. we know then it's like, okay, there's a some part of me possibly that is looking to come alive, like. Do you know, like it is looking for life force, that is looking for energy, that is looking for inspiration, for play, for pleasure, for joy. And we're often as scared of them as we are of the other side of the coin. Like, do you know, like because we're often told, well, you, you can't be that happy. You can't like you can't have that much pleasure. Like you, you can't get everything you want in life. You know, you can't have what X, Y, Z. Like, so there's this sort of dance going on of under if I understand myself then I know those places where I'm just, okay, no, nearly like the little bear going into the cave to recoup versus mm-hmm. my life force is like at a zero and it's nothing, nothing is stimulating. Like my oh, the things I've always done, life just feels a little bit hmm, monotonous. Do you know, mm-hmm. like I can keep going on, but um, there has to be something more. And that's telling us that there's something looking to grow within us like but it's usually life force vitality like Mm. Mm. yeah I love that and and for me it's a lot about the small parts as much as the big parts you know so making sure to give you an example like traveling has been a huge part for me my entire life being able to freely travel that has sustained my life force in not just the traveling itself but meeting different cultures, people from different backgrounds, um, having conversations, you know, getting to spend, for me, traveling is also always connected for usually staying for a little while longer. It's not like the one week, the way I, my life force really thrives is if I'm in a different environment and I get to, you know, experience from the different coffee to getting to see how 
how people in different cultures, you know, have their Sunday family dinner or for some cultures a Friday, which is their Sunday um, dinner and, and, and getting to see the different perspectives and, and sort of in a way getting a glimpse of walking other people's shoes. Like my life force is really, is really thriving in this. And so over the last couple of years, that wasn't easily accessible. So what it has taught me as well is like looking for the, this other polarity on it. So like traveling will always be a huge part of my life. And I know that's where, where my life first like naturally sort of comes back into life. But what I've learned over the last couple of years is that you can equally, and it's equally important to harness the life force inside and the small things. So it's like, where am I cutting off my breath? So it's something as simple as you make your coffee or your tea in the morning. And like, like, what's your breath like? And it's not about pumping in a forceful big inhalation, but it's like, am I actually cutting myself of my own breathing and so what would it be like just to play around with that a little bit and maybe allow a little bit more space in the breath to deepen something so seemingly insignificant but these small moments it's like how am I actually sitting you know like if I'm on the screen all day you know it's just this little check and it's like oh wow like my spine and my muscles are like cramped and like clocked hard in, in one part it's like there's no way life for us to really f- flow through that freely. So can I sit in a different way? And again, seemingly insignificant. Um, but what I found, the accumulation of that, of these little touch points with our vitality or, you know, working with plants over, over the last couple of years, and I'm just looking at them because I'm like propagating a couple of baby plants here. Um just looking at, at the life in them and spending time with plants, um, it's just, just an appreciation for life full stop. And I think that's that's the ultimate gift of when we talk about vitality, you know, because vitality, like everything, like the in and the outbreath, it comes and it goes at different stages, you know, and sometimes we feel like on top of the world and then we go through whole years and periods where we're just like, I don't know, if this is ever going to come back. It will come back, but it just might take a while. But, you know, um, it's, it's, it's not just that big unrolling. It's like, and, and it's not just about me and my ability to be in life, but it's like a way more fundam- fundamental relationship to life itself. And I think when that opens up, there's a lot of other doors that open up with that mm-hmm. um, in terms of, we talk about like having our place in the world and in terms of um, when we talk about meaning and what do we feel the meaning in? Because sometimes we think like I need to find my dharma, my purpose, and do something incredibly big out there in the world in order to have sort of meaning in the world. And when when that is energy is running through it, go with it, please go with it, because we all need need a dose of that in the world for everyone. You know, if someone's lighting you up, just bring it, birth it into the world. Um, but you know, what do we do when that's not running through us in that moment? You know, how do we still consider ourselves as worthy human beings? You know, when we're not in the doing phase. And so, I think relating to life in a different way is just helping us all to move out of this collective pushing and driving and to a more balanced way of you know, where excitement comes and goes and ideas come and go, but we we're staying connected connected to the cycles of life, which. That in itself brings us to a sense of of power, but the the power that's in the cycles of nature, the power that's not necessarily just mine, but in in the whole on, you know, when we just look at life again, once more, like being awe-inspired by it, it shifts something. And then I can go back and still go through my joy and my misery and my depression and and all of that. But there is these, these moments of having, for me, it's having a context as well in life. 
Because like what you're like what you mentioned there was um oh my god I was like coming back to sort of the little small steps and all there like and what if I no if I'm in periods where I'm not doing like and they're all about like who am I without all of the doing like and that's how we live life like do you know like the chap would carry water do you know like who am I in those moments like and can I find the peace the joy within all of those so it's not dependent on then what I am doing like mm-hmm. which is often then possibly dependent on external receiving of that or exchange of that there or whatever like do you know like so it comes back to an innate sense of like you know like being alive and living a life living a good life what does that really mean to me like if I strip away if I was to lose all of those external things that the labels the roles all little things that I play in life my job and all there like who am I if I was to pair it back to basics like mm. and without all of those there maybe even external things that I put a lot of my energy into you know like can I find happiness and aliveness in these places like you know like and a lot of people mm. I've l- listened to um on the radio, I can't remember. I was driving the car, I had the radio on. Um, a guy and he joined like a not a permaculture, but you know, like your little lot allotment up in mm-hmm. I guess Cherrywood that way. Like, and like he was like, he lost his job during the pandemic and all there. Like, and he was just like, oh my god, like, so he goes, right, I need, I need to have something to do. So he actually went then and started, you know, planting his own little seeds in his own little garden out there but that gave him a community and within that there he actually created himself a job in a sense do you know like within that mm-hmm. community which was beautiful to hear but he, he kept an aliveness so it wasn't dependent on yes. him having the job like mm-hmm. that way like and then like when you mention sort of the cycles then like do you know if nature and all there like we have the life death rebirth like so aliveness has to come then with an aspect of death somewhere along the way mm-hmm. like so there's parts of me that are maybe looking to come to life. So there's parts of me possibly that have to be laid to rest. Like that way, like mm-hmm. if there's new aspects looking to come in, new ways of doing things or finding pleasure in the simple ways of doing life, that there's this exchange, this dance, like because we, we you can see that like they're both deeply interlinked. You don't get one without the other. You don't get life without death. Like so mm-hmm. to feel alive, actually thinking about well, if I was to pass this day, where would the regret- regrets already be? Like, where would mm-hmm. I think, oh, if only I had an extra couple of hours, I would X, Y, Z. Like, I would speak to whoever I would, maybe go jump on the water naked. I would go just fucking not do the dishes for a week. Do you know, like, simple mm-hmm. things. Or it could be actually, I would actually just would have looked back in life and wondered, why the hell did I stay in that job? Why was I so hard on myself? Mm-hmm. Why could I not just treat myself kindly? Like, and they can all inform us then in ways that can help our vitality with where we're at at this moment too. Like, mm. Because if we wait until we're actually lying, ready to cross over, that's what we, we kind of don't want. So we're using that information to start living now. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And this is like, you know, when you, when you were talking about who am I sort of this idea of peeling off the layers such an ancient practice as well like this this like in, in yoga or meditation we go into that is who who am I really you know and to start asking these questions and watching the answers and the answers give us an idea what we 
associate or define ourselves through in that particular time you know I'm I'm a, I'm a mother because maybe that is like a really strong aspect in our life or you know I'm I'm, I'm an accountant or you know I'm a business person and whilst it's all good to be all those things and have all the things in life oftentimes the things that we are and have can actually restrict our vitality mm. and it's 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 not the things in itself but it's our attachment to them the moment we kind of attach ourselves and need to define ourselves through you know give me a quick elevator speak speech and it's in, in that you know who are you what's your business about and that is really really important in the in the physical world but it's also really important in terms of consciousness work that we also when we go into that deeper realm to go this is one facet this is one thing i'm, I'm playing out in my life but that's not all who i am so i can be succinct when I enter into business and like, this is my business this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm bringing to the market. But on the inside, I, I, I define myself in a much, much vaster level. So this idea of stripping away the labels and the attachment we have with all the things we own is not necessarily that we have to live in sort of like this very isolated and monkhood state, you know, but it's like, so we get to live more freely with more vitality in amongst all the things of the modern world. So they don't tear us down because, you know, we, we all know that, you know, the more things you have, the more things you need to sort of take care of and the more headspace that involves. And then you have the fear that, you know, it's not like, like having the tellies and the phones and the laptops in the house and like you know there's more and more stuff and jewelry in the house and then we need an alarm because you know we want to protect mm. that and keep that and so so the layers come on what something sometimes feels initially first like amazing and great can then be something that we're holding on to and protecting and that costs us our aliveness mm. so it's not to say get rid of your tellies and you know and all of your modern things although if you feel drawn to doing that try that for a while but it's really about to go that to understand ourselves as humans on all those different levels that we yes we live here in a physical domain but we also much more subtle energetic beings and yes we're in the physical domain we want to make sure we take care of a physical body and we make sure like you know we're living somewhere where it's safe as much as we can um but also at the same time understanding that you know having these things is not really defining ourselves mm -hmm. and so i think a lot of the times for me, it's been like this when whenever a sort of vitality went into a bit of a, I don't even want to say vitality went down because vitality is always there. It's just like we disconnect from it. It's oftentimes because I held on to a label, how I define myself, who I am as a person, who I'm at work, who I'm, what are things I have, right? So, um, and it's like, it, that has been the sole purpose actually of when we took off four years ago in the camper, it was literally to let everything go that we have here to not put anything into storage and to see if we can just live in a camper space for a while. Uh, we said undefined how long with this idea to, to discover who we as a couple are individually uh, as well. Um, when we don't have, you know, I'm the yoga teacher and I'm living here and this is what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, even if you take all the structures away. So I'm not saying if you have vitality, it's not necessarily sell everything and go on the road. Um, but just to question sometimes, are we drowning in our own stuff mm -hmm. and in our own sort of definitions of who we are? And there are beautiful practices to, from journaling to meditation to breath work to having a good chat with a friend who's like like-minded to strip away some of that heaviness. So the vitality that's always within us can actually rise up again. Because like the, the roles that we play 
like in the the labels that we take on ourselves and that we use and all there like like just like you said they can restrict our life force they possess us like yeah do you know like so we're looking at a space where like if you look back at life and all there like or you just look at like the trajectory of life in general like they're, they're the places where we have in a sense for a lot of people the crises like when the job is ended when the relationship is over when the kids leave home when you know like when the labels are the main identities of those times main roles that you've been playing begin to shift that's when often then there's the like the to use the word crisis like but it's not like it can be a major crisis like depends on how you react to it but you know there's this this pivotal Mm. moment like so then it's like you know how attached am I to that and if that was the only thing that defined me I'm left wondering who the hell am I without that there Mm. and then with that comes this idea that if I define myself through that Am I defining other people as well through what they have and what they're doing? And so I think where we also are in the modern world, where we connect through things and status and, you know, even being a holistic practitioner or a yoga teacher mm-hmm. is, is a status of some, of some, of some sort. Right. So, and what it has done, I think it has created a chasm between us all in some way it has created these extra walls so we relate to our labels and our things to other people's labels and Mm. things instead of connecting from human to human or from being to being and I think working with vitality in that way gives it such a different context you said early on it's not about being happy all the time it's not about being you know high vibes all the time and having a lot of energy but to me vitality means being connected to the essence of life and to see the life in in each other and to see the life in in our pets and in the farm animals and in like in the plants and in in, in the planet and it's it's a shift in attitude you know um one of my teachers um sharon gannon from when i was studying the jiva mukti method and training with her um she always said like magic is a shift in perception and so I think this is like one of the singles, I would say the single most important thing where we culturally are at the moment, um, politically, where we are um, on a humanitarian level as well to relate to each other, not through our labels, where we come from, who we are, um, but through this, through this, through our shared humanity and to start sharpening that lens and one way to do it is to practice with yourself, to see that in yourself first and then see it in, in your friend's and start to you to reflect on why you are hanging out with people. Is it because you actually genuinely connect on a human level, or is there something that you feel like you gain by association? I mean, like all of our marketing is is designed around by association. We put big sports people into certain brands, so we feel like when we buy the brand, we are successful, and you know, as as the sports person or the business person, and so on. And I think it has become pervasive in our culture, and I think. Talk about radical steps to me. It's it's questioning, and it happens to all of us. We do it all the time because we grew up in this culture as well, you know. So it's like question those things, like who am I hanging out with? Why am I actually signed up to this club, or you know, wh- whatever it is in life? Why do I really like want to get that job? Is that because it gives a certain label, or somebody expected that, or that means I'm associated with a certain 
you know, layer in society, or is it something that I'm really, that's truly me? And so these are big questions around when we talk about vitality, which could just seem like, you know, take a couple of deep breaths and go for a run and like your energy is up. That's one aspect, but I think it goes so much deeper. And I think there is a lot in there as medicine or where we collectively at. So on that little note, we're going to leave you there and let you ponder everything that we have discussed and see maybe how your own vitality within yourself is, how you're engaging with life around you and maybe even tapping into maybe what makes you feel alive, just the little simple things of being yourself possibly even Mm. that way, like that's not dependent on anything else. And we look forward to connecting with you next week. And as always, you can sign up to our little little wisdom portal, which is on our website, www.thesecret-voyages.com. And bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the 